Academy of Weird Movie Arts and Sciences presents to you the third annual Grinny Awards, featuring your host, Denny, Greg, and Kevin Costner. Uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you. Welcome to the third annual Grinny Awards. Unfortunately, uh, Kevin Costner was busy being immortalized into yet another statue and could not make it today. So Sadly, yeah. We didn't have time to uh, change the intro. It had already been recorded. Yeah. So, sorry <laughs> is... for the letdown. It's just us. That's show business, baby. You, know, you got to adapt on the fly. It's, Cars that's... subject to change, as they say in the business. Ah, yes, indeed. Yeah, like... Oh. You know, we should have we should have banked on Costner not making it, trying to big time us, and you know, that's just who he is. We we did remember to ask him, right? I I heard that we asked him, but his people told me he was intimidated because he actually has what he calls a favored nations clause in his contract, where um, he has to be the best receding hairline in any given shot. Um, and uh, he felt threatened by mine, is what I heard. <laughs> um, I, I don't want to say mine's better than his, certainly, but it has been said of my receding airline that it's better than Kevin Costner's. Oh. <laughs> you didn't hear it from me. I don't know who you heard it from. <laughs> Kevin himself. All right, Denny. It's the Granny Awards. It's, I mean, shit, this was awesome. We, we'll, we'll get down to business here. Thanks, everyone, everybody, every last one of you for voting on these uh, prestigious awards. Thank you for... We got a record number of responses this year, Denny. Pretty awesome. And a lot more questions than we got last time. So we're going to be dishing out awards and then kind of in between, we're going to be answering some of the questions that you guys asked us. Uh, but first, we have two bits of business. We're going to do our What We've Been Watching because we do have to talk about, you know, other movies for a second. But before that, Denny, I have a preliminary question for you. Yes. <clears throat> and we'll get this. This is going to be our sports segment knocked out of the way. Or rather, sports entertainment segment. Uh, mm. This question comes in from a user, our listener and says, Why does Denny continue to tell slanderous lies about who the Melee Tag Team champs are asking for a friend? <laughs> Denny. What is this about? I don't know. <laughs> I'm glad I finally have a platform to discuss this. Um, so I'm, I'm going to tune out for a that, sec. You go ahead. That question probably came from a friend of the show, Troy Stewart, um, who's always been very jealous of my accomplishments. Um, and he, he mm. feels insecure when I succeed, um, is one of Troy's biggest personality flaws, I'd say. Um, Are we the melee and, tag uh, team? No, Chimps? it's actually me and a friend of the show, Ethan Saparito. We won them in uh, 2007 in oh. a 10-stock uh, a match. We once lost the Republic of Guam out of our World Tag Team Championship, but we did win it back. Um, 
And Troy and Willis could just never beat us. And uh, Troy has a real chip on his shoulder about that. And uh, Troy, I hope you find the piece you're looking for if you're listening, man. I really do. Um, Because I have. Because I have. Well, it's good to hear which of your friends are actually gigantic babies. So, Troy. (laughs) Not trying to cut friend of the show, Troy. Love you to death, buddy. Not trying to cut any promos here, but maybe a rematch is in the making. That was half your life. No, ago. I have nothing to prove to him. No rematch. No okay. rematch. Nothing okay. to prove. I feel like he might. All right. So, with that out of the way, I I, I figured you would know uh, exactly what was going on there. I thought there was something in wrestling that was happening, and I was excited to learn about it. But no, that's a Super Smash Bros. Melee Tag Team Championship. This is a seventeen-year-old beef over video games amongst. <laughs> I kind of like that a little bit better, Denny. Now, enough sports entertainment talk. Let's talk a little bit about movies, the stuff we've been watching before we start handing out awards. Denny, what have you been watching lately? So, surprisingly little. um, Mm. Mainly because there has been a lot of good wrestling on, and that's actually taken up most of my evenings. And it was was really cold, and uh, Vanessa figured out, with the help of my mom, how to work our fireplace. So I actually spent... uh, a couple nights just sitting by the fire. Um, oh, less media nice. intake um, than normal uh, when we've had a gap like this. I've only got two movies to report. Um, one is When Evil Lurks, a Spanish-language film from, I believe, Argentina. Um, let me double-check. Oh, that came out this year. Um, yeah, it's an it's a, a international co-production of Argentina and the United States. Um yeah, 2023 movie. Uh, friend of the show, uh, Sam Swinson, Sam Swinson showed it to me. Uh, it is a really good horror movie that is basically like, uh, honestly, similar to The Last of Us in a lot of ways. Of uh, oh. what if the pandemic was demon possession? Um, and there is uh, a very awesome, just like human drama story of, of them navigating that. Um, as well as just some like insanely badass kills and effects and uh, just an all-around great movie. Um, maybe even my favorite of 2023, now that I think about it. Oh, um, not, not saying much, to be honest. Not saying much, but uh, yeah, I loved it a lot. It was really good. Um, and since he showed me something good, I wanted to show him in kind something equally bad. Uh, so... <laughs> We watched, and I can't believe this hasn't come up on our show yet, uh, we watched uh, Neil Breen's Fateful Findings. All right. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) This is a a classic fascination of of ours on the show, but uh, we haven't really covered it because I feel like we're not going to cover it better than uh, Red Letter Media and Your Movie Sucks, right? (laughs) Like, we're not going to do a better job than them, so um why why be uh third place um yeah, it, <laughs> by it, a lot it should be known that we are on the hype train fully yeah. like fully on board so i i bought his uh his newest dvd Cade the tortured crossing i've uh ordered it from his uh very scary virus looking website um <laughs> uh you think you findings... i hope you bought it <laughs> yeah yeah oh i bought it i okay. actually get this i actually had to buy it twice um because um, the first one, I didn't notice until it was too late that it had shipped to uh, my old house. 
Um, oh. And I was like, there is no chance of Neil Breen changing my shipping address for me. You know, oh, <laughs> like there, there's no chance of me emailing him and him actually doing this. If I want the DVD, I just have to buy it twice. And so I bought it again. Consider this a gift to the people that live where you used to live. I have thought I can't about wait. how funny that would be. I, I hope they open my mail. I really do. I hope that just shows up at their house one day and they watch it. Um, but who knows? So, yeah, Fateful Findings. Uh, I was really surprised to see... I think Greg and I probably watched it in, what, like 2017, if I had to guess? Yeah, something like that. I was uh, I felt very Probably old when I saw yeah I saw that it was made in 2013. Uh, it is currently 2024. Greg uh, Neil oh, Green's Faithful Findings Louise. is a movie from over a decade ago. That no. is an old movie, not a new fun joke we just found out about. That is an 11 year old uh, niche niche bad movie. Here <laughs> 11 we are. years. Uh, you you were talking about your hairline. Mine is about to join yours in a matter of seconds. <laughs> Yours is suspiciously intact for how old you are, sir. Um, if you, if you've, you've seen my parents. You know, the future of my hair is bright. Yes. I'll yes. say. Greg, you, you, got, you got good, good genetics. Sorry. Jud, good genetics, bud. Good genes. Yeah. They're, they're two beautiful people. You're going to age like fine wine, buddy. Oh. That means a lot. Yeah. TBD. All right, that's, uh, that's the stuff you watched. Now for the stuff I watched. I continued my slow meandering watch through of the Mission Impossible series that I started. <laughs> that's still going on? About two years ago, I started. <laughs> I watched Mission Impossible 4 Ghost Protocol. I'll tell you what, man, these are getting better. I should really. <laughs> I'm going to remember this when I watch uh, the fifth installment here in about six or seven months. Uh, <laughs> It's good. Tom Cruise rocks. There's a it activated a fear of heights for me. He's just he's just climbing to the, the Burj Khalifa, which is the tallest building in the world. Remember that for bar trivia later. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, good movie. Good a uh, good bit of action. Now the the other thing I watched, Denny. This is something that I'm going to need you to watch. It is on Peacock. Uh, the director of Nebraska, Alexander Payne, has a new movie called The Holdovers. You've probably Ooh. seen a trailer for it. The trailer doesn't make it... doesn't do a good job expressing how much of a vibe this movie is. The Holdovers rocks. It's funny, it's charming, in the same manner as Nebraska. Um, I would probably put it maybe a little bit better on, as a movie, honestly, but <laughs> I think you should watch it. It's... It's the ultimate, like, I'll probably watch it every holiday season, but it's it's the ultimate, like, the weather outside super cold, so we're going to watch, you know, if you're not in the mood for the thing, that's our normal iced-in movie experience, but uh, The Holdovers is more of a charming, uplifting sort of <laughs> watch-it-while-the-weather's-cold kind of movie, so check it out. Cool. Uh, the next thing I watched, I watched Nicolas Cage collect a paycheck in the movie The Retirement Plan. This is a, I think, straight-to-streaming, kind of low-budget um, movie. Came out this last year. Nicolas Cage is, uh, yeah, he's whatever. I don't even know how to describe it. It's just, it's low-budget. It kind of stinks. It's kind of boring. Not very solid. But, like, 
Nick Cage is fun in it. Ron Perlman is really good in it. Um, yeah, that's about it. It's it's whatever. It was a movie I watched, so I had to bring it up. Um, don't recommend, though. Uh, the other thing that was also on Hulu, with straight to Hulu, is uh, Jake Johnson. You familiar with him? The guy from New Girl and a bunch of other stuff. He's always got a beard, kind of a higher pitch voice. Anyways, whatever. You'll, you'd recognize him if you saw him. Uh, he made a movie, and it's called... Oh, I didn't even say the title. It's called Self-Reliance. It's basically a movie where Jake Johnson's just a lonely guy... Uh, not getting over his breakup from a couple years ago. And in his loneliness, he accepts an invitation to play a game where if he can survive for 30 days with while being actively hunted, uh, he wins a million dollars. It is a show for the dark web, basically. He's finding little cameras. But as long as he's with somebody that's not part of the game, then they can't kill him if he's within distance of someone. So... It's an exploration of his own loneliness. Everyone thinks he's crazy. Um, but it's it's a really funny movie and features a good amount of our good buddy, Biff Whiff. Ooh, hell yeah, Biff Whiff. It's a brand of humor I really like. <clears throat> uh, you just you just got to check it out. I recommend it. I think it's really funny. Um, and a good uh, exploration of, I think, uh, dealing with loneliness and that kind of thing. And the last one I watched was... Uh, extremely upsetting i watched society of the snow that's a one of the top this is a current events podcast you see this is a newer movie on netflix i think it's still in the top 10 movies um it is a spanish language film so we both went that route this week uh it's about a, a the true story of a rugby team from uruguay that is flying to chile and their plane crashed in the andes mountains and they were stuck out in the snow for a long time in a plane and just trying to survive. It is very upsetting. Um, probably one of the best plane crash scenes I've ever seen in a movie. It's really intense. Uh, it's it's really good. The performances were all really awesome. But I did have to kind of do a mental rinse with a few episodes of Bluey afterwards to kind of <laughs> stabilize, I guess. So... That's all the stuff I watched. I was I was busy. I was very busy. Cinematically Dude, busy, I guess. It's a good run. It's a good run, and you're making me realize uh, I haven't I haven't hit up a little bluey in a while. It's it's I'm overdue. I would say overdue for some bluey. Arnar, <laughs> it's time to hand out some granny awards, mate. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The people of Australia are not happy with that one. So, uh, before we get to our first award, Denny, we do have one more question. Uh, this is what I labeled question one. This person wrote in and said, yeah, I have a lot of questions. Number one, how dare you? <laughs> I say, how dare you, my friend? How dare you? Now, Denny, it's time. Are you ready to hand out an award? I'm ready. I'm ready. And uh, thank you, Kelly Kapoor, for writing in. That was amazing. <laughs> Much appreciated. Uh, how dare you, actually. Uh, award number one. We had, to, we had to get rid of a lot of awards this year because we didn't watch enough bad movies, but we did get to, get to keep stuff like this. Horniest movie. 
Denny. Horniest movie. <laughs> our first category. What are our nominees, Greg? Our nominees. We didn't. We only had three. We had Ghostbusters, Jack Frost, and Demons. I was proud of us for having fewer horny movies this year. Um, I, I think we've matured a lot. Mm. <laughs> don't don't be so sure. Just kidding. We took way more time off this year than ever before. So that's that's why there's fewer horny movies. <laughs> And just fewer movies, period. Yeah, we, we, like I said last time, we kind of focus a little too hard on quality. Oops. Seriously, who are we? We learn. Who we'll learn we? from our mistakes. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll get the ball rolling on some shitty ones uh, in season four, let's say. <laughs> hmm. So, Denny, who did you vote for for horniest movie? Um, I think I went for demons. Um, okay. What, wait, what were the options? Ghostbusters, Demons, and what? Jack Frost. Oh, no, I went with Jack Frost. That was the horniest movie by far, if you ask me. Okay. Well, we asked everybody, Denny, and I, it, the winner... Now, we did have Jack Frost in second place, but the winner, Ooh. getting over half of the votes, Ghostbusters, has been it, awarded horniest movie. Bill Murray and Rick Moranis are very horny in that movie. <laughs> I mean... I mean, can't you blame him? Here comes Sigourney Weaver, just existing. Zool made me very horny. Yeah, That was was hot. Hmm. Then Dan Aykroyd had a dream where he was getting sucked off by a ghost. It was a very weird movie. That's true. Well, Denny, that's one award issue. We're also forgetting the movie does end with a bukkake shot on the whole city. (laughs) (laughs) All that being said, I would like to introduce the next question that we got question two what the heck does ghostbusters have to do with horniness i think we've answered your question user (laughs) number yeah number one everything we just said number two it won the category for horniest movie so yeah did you watch it all right next award denny we got a few more options here and again, not a lot of negative ones, but we had to keep worst character. Now, yes. these are not necessarily um, poorly written or poorly acted characters. It's just like there's a little variety here. We've got Officer John Taffer. I can't remember the character's name. Uh, played by Robert Costanzo in MVP2, Most Vertical Primate. The cop that can't run more than 20 feet. Um Professor Lambeau, still in Skarsgård from Goodwill Hunting, who is uh, actively trying to hit on all of his female students. Uh, Yan Suk, played by Kim Yu Sung in Train to Busan. He's the scummy businessman that is trying to keep everyone out of his precious uh, train car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all saw the movie. What a shithead. Jack Frost, played by Scott McDonald in the movie. Jack Frost. Not the Michael Keaton one, you see. And, of course, a very recent addition to the category. I kind of added this one in late. Jeff Sheldrake, played by Fred McMurray in The Apartment. He's a bad boss. He's a bad uh, husband. Just a bad guy. But is he the worst character, Denny? For me, it was between him and Young Sook. And I think I ultimately went with Young Sook. But uh, Fred McMurray was up there. It was close. Yeah, Mr. Sheldrake, when we first started, like the first few days that the poll was up, uh, Mr. Sheldrake was 
in the lead by a lot. I think a, a lot of people went for that one immediately, but uh, he was overtaken by everyone else. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård sadly received zero votes. Mr. Sheldrake was in third. Tied for second, we had Officer John Taffer and Jack Frost, which leaves our winner with Jan Sook from Train to Busan. Nice. Again, he is our worst character. Not that he's poorly written, poorly acted, or in a bad movie, but you just hate that motherfucker, don't you? Boy, do you. I know I do. Well, it seems like you've been um, voting. I, I think I voted for Officer John Taffer. I, I feel like you and I are not uh, fully tapped into what the winners were going to be. At yeah, least until we, the... We usually aren't. We don't have the pulse on our audience a lot of the time. <laughs> they're they're the real wild cards, Denny. Uh, speaking of the audience, I do have another question from them, Denny. I, th I, I think we might have done this question like last year or something. But uh, if you could recast a movie, Muppet Christmas Carol style, with one human lead and everyone else's Muppets, what movie would you choose, what human would you cast, and what roles would the Muppets play? We definitely got asked this last year, and uh, last year Vanessa asked it, and this year I asked it. So my bad. Oh, <laughs> I my realized gosh. we asked it. I realized it had already been asked after I submitted the the question. I didn't think to think that it was one of you guys. That's just a, a constant conversation topic in our home. Honestly, <laughs> you watch a new movie, you're like, hey, you know what would work with this? That guy is Kermit. Um, <laughs> I think I said Alien last year. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to pick a movie we watched this year. Um, Jaws sounds hilarious with a bunch of Muppets trying to take down that shark. Uh, and I would is... leave, uh, okay. I would leave uh, Flint as my one human character. Okay. Oh, I like that. Would the shark also be a Muppet? Or would it still be the animatronic one? I think the shark's a Muppet. Yeah, I think it's a Muppet shark. I think it. I think it kind of have to. <laughs> it kind of yeah. has to be. <laughs> uh, I was. Th I thought if we keep Bill Murray as the uh, as the human in Ghostbusters, I think that would be pretty fun. Oh yeah, that'd be a blast. But um, I think this time I'm going to go with Fargo. <laughs> and I want to keep William H Macy as a human, just because I want to watch. <laughs> I wanna... Sam Eagle berate him. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch Scooter call him a fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Eagle. Yeah, exactly. His father-in-law would be Sam Eagle. Holy yeah. crap. I, I, I had a really hard time picturing who uh, Steve Buscemi and the other guy, who who what Muppets those would be. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, the big guy's a little too quiet. It's, it's tough. Smokes a lot too. All right, Denny. The uh, the next category is one that you and I both love. I love doing this every year, and I like finding movies that fit this category. Best practical effects movie. Yeah. What a vibe. A vibe and a half, Denny. Our nominees this year for best practical effects movie were RoboCop, Short Circuit, E.T., Demons, and of course Alien. How about that? What a list. What a group. Now, Denny, who did you vote for? I had to go with uh, what I'm obviously a homer for, uh, demons. Uh, is there a better practical effect than a helicopter falling through the roof of a movie theater? Um, well, maybe. I would, I would say it's, 
it's a cop that's also a robot you see shooting a guy in the dick i think i would i personally i voted for robocop um now this category had the largest win margin this the winner for best practical effects movie gathering over 64 percent of the vote not leaving a lot of room for other <laughs> for other uh whatever the other movies our winner is alien nice and i'm very happy with that even though i voted for robocop i think alien deserves the award in spades love that movie it's one of my favorites oh that's a shitload of votes it's it's it got the most votes out of any movie in any category so i'm happy with that can't wait to see what movies we'll get next year for practical yeah. effects movies alien deserves it i'll give it that for sure oh hell yeah now denny our next question this user is asking what movies have not lived up to the hype from this past year Ooh, uh on the podcast or in the real world i think yeah 2023 movies is how i kind of read this okay okay but you can do the podcast ones if you want to no, let's do. I, I don't. I don't think I would have an answer for the podcast. I think we watched some good ass movies this year, to be honest, and I think all of them delivered. Um, we watched everything we wanted to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I honestly feel this way about most Christopher Nolan movies. Um, the further away I'm getting from Oppenheimer, the less impressed with it I am. Um, I okay. I don't think it's uh, it's that memorable of a movie. I think it has lukewarm takes. Um, I'm still leaving my Critiker score at a 44 just because I do believe it's really well made and I do have to correct for it not really being my type of thing. Um, but I'm not as into Oppenheimer these days. Um, that's probably like fine. Rewatch. Sorry, go ahead. I was saying that's probably fine, but yeah. Yeah. One I'd like to rewatch that is getting some buzz now um, is Infinity Pool. Um <laughs> okay yeah that's on hulu right now is it yeah, yeah i it's weird it's a cronenberg M mia goth loses her shit in it but you know i saw it in theaters and i remember liking it but like here i am a year later i can't remember a goddamn thing about that movie like i, okay. I can't remember <laughs> what it's about like i can't remember the premise i remember it's kind of artsy and mia goth goes crazy um I don't know if that's bad memory, but I can say, like, now that it's getting a lot of, like, you know, like, ooh, did you see this 2023 movie buzz? You know, like, I'm mm -hmm. just kind of like, ah, I don't remember really. It, it did not leave an impression on me. Uh, what, what would you say? Um, well, I would say I still need to watch Infinity Pool for the first time. Every time it pops up, I'm like, oh, yeah, I should watch that. Uh, maybe later. And uh, that's been happening for about a year now, so... Uh, or whenever it came out who knows i think that was like february or something but um yeah 2023 movies that i did not think lived up to their hype or maybe their potential even i got Bo is afraid Ooh, yeah yeah i and i'm higher on that movie than most i think i think in general from what i've seen i i feel like i'm in the love it more than the average person category but yeah. it's still like it still was a letdown from an extremely talented filmmaker and great performances from actors I love but it's just I don't know I think I feel the same as pretty much everyone else 
It's just, why is this three hours long? Some stuff just didn't really click for me the whole time. Yeah. But I, I, I trust him in his next feature, and um, I am glad I saw it. But oh, what could have been? Yeah, not a, not really what I'm looking for from Ari Aster, to be honest. Um, hmm. I'll, I'll go to someone else when I want that type of movie, and I, I rarely do. So. <laughs> yeah, my my other one was uh, Saltburn. It's just. I see that. Yeah, I think you're fine. It's. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's. This is one that I feel like is getting praised heavily, and I just I don't get it. I'm. The. Yeah, two different movies. I think I'm on the high end of over-appreciating Bo is Afraid, and I'm definitely on the low end of just not understanding the love that Saltburn's getting. Like, I feel like the story basically tells you at the end that none of what you watch was actually cool or interesting. I don't know. That was my, that was my thoughts about it. You're just like, oh, it's just this lame thing? Oh, okay. Eh. And I, I left a really sour taste in my mouth. For as well made as so much of that movie was, and how well acted it was in the lead role. So, there's my answers. Uh, speaking of stuff kind of like that, Denny, <laughs> it is time for our next Granny Award to be handed out. It is the best So Bad It's Good movie. Yes. This this used to be a favorite of ours, but we only got three nominees this year. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot fit the bill. Our nominees were we MVP. So bad it's bads, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was just some straight up bats. But that's a different category. Um, best so bad it's good movie is the nominees were MVP two, most vertical primate, Friday the Thirteenth Part Six, Jason Lives. Jason is in this one, and our third nominee was Demons. Now, do you remember what you voted for? This was a very close one. Um, I actually don't remember what I picked on this one. It might be Friday the 13th, though. Okay. I put Demons, which is good because it won by one vote. We had to we had to put out a final push from the audience for one last vote to get some tiebreakers, and this is one of the tiebreakers. So Demons barely beat out Friday the 13th Part 6. Jason is in this one. So there's there's your award for uh, best so bad it's good movie, but all three I think are gonna scratch a similar sort of itch. Yep. But you know what you're getting with the Friday the Thirteenth movie, but I would recommend Demons uh, to people if they haven't seen it. Good fun. Good fun. All right. Uh, okay. Yeah, we do have another question. We have a lot of questions, like I said. Our next question is: How do you prepare yourself for each movie watching experience? Do you take like a lot of mental preparation for like, oh man, I'm watching, I'm watching a movie. Time to settle in, dim the lights, whatever. Do you have like a routine, or is there any? Well, I, do you have a routine? Okay, great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> What's that one thing I'm diagnosed with? Um, <laughs> this was actually one of the early signs of my autism that Vanessa noticed. Um, so the lights have to be out. Um, my my vibe lights have to be on. Um, I have to be sitting down. Vanessa needs to be sitting down. I have my drink. I have my food. My food is just the right temperature. Everyone is quiet. Everyone is settled. We play the movie. Then I can start eating. 
Um, and uh, if it's a movies for when movie, I have to open my app, uh, prepare the notes, um, and also mm-hmm. log the date that I watched it for my Letterboxd log. So it's a very autistic process. I try to watch certain movies at night so the vibe will be right. Um, but there was a time uh, a couple of years ago where Vanessa was like, I, I kept calling it like the way I like to do things. And she was like, yeah, but it like has to be this way, doesn't it? And I was like, yeah, it, it has to actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we, we absolutely have to do it like this. Um, and I'm not open. To, <laughs> I'm not open to changing that. So, um, yeah, that's my uh, that's my uh, insane person. Uh, uh, very, very comforting and soothing uh, movie watching routine. What about you? Uh, my neurotypical response is that uh, <laughs> I have my computer here. I have a TV in the same room. We've got the TV in the living room and we've got a projector in the bedroom. I will watch a movie on any one of those screens the same way, try to make it as dark in the room as possible, and then just watch it. I don't know. I prefer watching older movies in here, because I've got like a red LED lamp, you know, to kind of set the mood lighting for some... That's how I watched uh, Aliens, for example, was uh, making a very atmospheric kind of kind of room in here. But last night, uh, you know, we were watching some TV in the on the... just. Laying on the couch, I think the only um, the only other thing I think I I prefer for a movie watching experience is having my dog in my lap. Yeah. And then try to keep the wife awake. So, <laughs> dang movie sleepers. All right, Benny, that's enough of that. We've got uh, another award to hand out. Our next category is best audience selection. Best audience selection. And we had we had a few of these. These are uh, the poll winners you see. The people that vote for uh, movies that we're going to watch for certain themes. Thank you all for voting on all of those. The nominees for best audience selection. So winners of said polls. The House of the Devil. Friday the 13th Part 6. Jason Lives. Short Circuit. And Nosferatu. Some good, uh, good poll winners there. I think we had a few more... Um, poll winners but i don't think any of them were worthy of the award so i kind of left them off like i wasn't gonna put fucking russell madness on there you see uh <laughs> hope i'm not out of line for that denny who'd you, who'd you vote for would you what were you happiest that the audience picked here i had to go with short circuit because i was reminded of how the audience and i worked together to rally and get that to be against all odds our pick for when you're worried about robots (laughs) um that that was a special a special moment between the audience and i and i was so happy that uh we got to watch short circuit (laughs) great uh great pick great reasoning i do remember that was one of our earlier themes in the in the year this Mm -hmm. year so yeah, that was a good one. Uh, my vote, personally, was for The House of the Devil. I thought that was... I was... I think that was, like... Is that just, like, the Halloween episode? Yeah, Halloween night, yeah. That was the Halloween night episode. I did not expect it to win, and I was honestly surprised with how good it was. So, yeah, but uh, no surprise here. House of the Devil did not win this Grinny Award. The winner in... With almost half of the votes, short circuit. We've done it. Yes! Yes! They remembered! The audience remembered our triumph, Greg. 
Number five is alive. Yes. I can't believe it. Can't believe <laughs> it. I didn't. I I don't hate the movie at all. I, when I say something is, if I see something and I'm like, that's beautiful, I still say it like beautiful. <laughs> I, I still say that like that, like almost a year later. I guess we should rename the award instead of best audience selection. It should be uh, best audience input in honor of Johnny. Input. Lee. Input. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Remind me for next year, I guess. All right. So that's another award dished out. Now we have a question, Denny. This one came from uh, one of our hosts. It's me. What non-sports activity would you like to see a golden retriever do, and what family tragedy would need to happen for that to occur? <laughs> um, I would like to see a golden retriever trick-or-treat with you, um, but I do think your older sibling has to die for that to happen, unfortunately. Yeah, well, it's going to be insensitive when Buddy's dressed as a ghost. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what say you, Greg? I'm guessing you've got one in the tank. Yeah, I do. I was going to say I want to see a Golden Retriever do a podcast, but one of us has to die. So, <laughs> Well, I think uh, I'll be happy to go so so you can have a Golden Retriever as a co-host. <laughs> uh, they're not On the they're... air, bud! Oh, 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 right, right, right. <laughs> Buddy's just not very good at banter. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> uh, I, I didn't have anyone, I didn't know who would die for this, but I did write down certified, I want, I want to see the movie Airbud certified public accountant, so. <laughs> he'll, he'll do your You'd taxes. Have to have your nerdy uncle die. <laughs> <laughs> Some greasy uncle. All right. <laughs> Oh, we've got a next category that, again, only had three uh, nominees. And I'm glad we only had three nominees for Most Annoying Movie. Most the Annoying Movie. The High Fidelity movie. Tribute Award. The High Fidelity Tribute Award. I feel like six of these categories are just that. So, <laughs> Our nominees, of course, were Jack Frost, Halloween 2, and Russell Madness. Why did why, Halloween why 2 did Halloween get on there I had something in mind I can't remember what it was was it just Loomis being like you don't understand you don't He's understand evil. and then they just like kill a teenager or two and feel no remorse about it and... maybe it was that and it's just like okay we tried shooting him that doesn't work what if we tried shooting him again that kind of stuff I don't know Yeah, yeah. Loomis was clearly drunk the whole time so it doesn't matter because Halloween. Obvious. It doesn't matter. The the most annoying movie is so fucking clear this year to me. <laughs> yeah, it was a clear winner. Halloween two got third place. Russell Madness got second, despite actively trying to be annoying. What? Jack Frost was the winner. I uh, don't. I thought not that Jack I, Frost wasn't annoying. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not <laughs> trying to take anything away from Jack Frost in this category, but like. Russell I think Madness was one of the most annoying fucking 90 minutes of my life. Like, it was so fucking intolerable. That movie it was, was in, so bad. It was intentionally annoying, so... Yeah. <laughs> You're on base with that. But Jack Frost got almost half the votes, and I gotta say, I don't hate the pick, so... 
I can't argue with that. I just, it's not that that's wrong. I just think there's an answer that was more right, is all I'm saying. I'm willing to bet most of the audience didn't watch Russell Manis, and for that... That probably tracks. Yeah, okay, got, there's there's a thought. There's a thought, and uh, they're, but more than they clearly love themselves more than us for not yeah. watching it, so... But they did watch them. Jack Frost, I think, so... Ugh. Maybe that's recency bias. Who knows? Um, all right, well, that's another negative one out of the way. We'll get to a positive one here, but first, our next question comes in asking, or I guess posing... Fuck, Mary kill. You ready? Yeah. We've got Red Miller, Caster Troy, and Nick Cage as himself in The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. I've got a clear, easy, this is easy. Fuck Red Miller. Mary, Mary Red Miller. Oh, sorry, you're going? Oh, I was, oh yeah. You go, you go, yeah. you go. Fuck Red Miller, Mary Nick Cage in Unbearable Weight of Massive uh, massive talent and kill Caster Troy, but only when he's uh, already changed to John Travolta. Ooh. His face comes okay. off. You see, I would uh, marry Red Miller because he's a very devoted partner, and marriage with him seems really nice and mandy. Um, uh, fuck Caster Troy because that seems like a romp. Um, I don't know if I have the competency to fuck Caster Troy, but I'd certainly like the chance to try. Uh, 11, 11 wholeheartedly disagrees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I would kill uh, Nick Cage in Unbearable Way to Master of Massive Talent simply because it's impossible to kill Red Miller or uh, Caster Troy. You would not succeed. So um, eh, that, that's, that's just true. an option that's obvious uh, by process of elimination. But I would uh, fuck, marry, and kill whoever asked this question. Great question. <laughs> Uh-oh. And watch out. Uh, <laughs> all right, Denny. Next up, we've got the Award for Unexpected Awesomeness. This yes. Can, this is open for a lot of possible things, but our nominees, I love this category, our nominees were The Wrestler, Skinamarink, The Last of Us, House of the Devil, and I put in specifically John Hennigan in Wrestled Madness, which if you've subjected yourself to that movie, you you know <laughs> how, how much of a, a breath of fresh air he is. So, uh, who, did, who did you vote for for this one? This one had a three-way tie for first until we had our uh, tiebreaker voters come in. Oh, damn. Um I think I went for Hennigan uh, because other than Skinamarink, uh, the awesomeness of all the others was actually expected for me. Um, mm. So, but I went with John Hennigan to commend his performance in Muscle Muscle Madness. Russell Mad Muscle Ooh. Radness is what it should have been. Called. Oh, good. That's that sounds. That's sick. my wrestling movie title. That's when Movies for Win makes our our space cop. <laughs> <laughs> muscle Radness. Oh, I don't know. That sounds way too cool. I'm not gonna lie. Well, Denny, there was a three-way tie that included John Hannigan in Wrestle Madness, The Wrestler, and Skinamarink. Those were the three that were tied for first. And then The Last of Us was in by itself in second place. But now The Last of Us got bumped down to third, and our winner, getting just about a third of the votes, was Skinamarink. Nice. Skinamarink has won an award. A movie I was mid on, but uh, I know Denny loved it. So that's incredible. Yeah, yeah that's, I'm that's crazy nice. about Skinamarink. And I think it's uh, 
just crazy in general, that movie. You seen this thing? It's nuts, though. All right, we'll, we'll hop back into the negatives. One last final dip into the negatives, but first we got to do another dip into the questions, to the mailbag or whatever. Denny, this never happened to me, I promise. But then this, this question is, what was the first film you remember pausing and rewinding so often due to nudity that it messed up your VHS? It's got to be the rentals of Airplane and Airplane 2. Um, I remember oh. going back to see those boobies uh, both in the in the plane cabin scene and in Airplane 2 when they go through security. Um, those, those are some iconic boobs to me as a kid. Uh, I think there was also Revenge of the Nerds and an honorable mention to the 1998 King of the Ring with Sable. Uh, <laughs> so what about you, Greg? I don't think you understand the kind of household I lived in. <laughs> uh, there was no such thing as nudity on tapes in my house, so I uh, I cannot participate in this question, sadly. Alas. Womp womp. It would have been Titanic, though. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, next award. I was, I was I was trying to think of a transition, but I didn't have one. It's worst picture, everybody. Worst picture. <laughs> Our last negative, Granny, and uh, you know, just like we've been saying, there was a lot less in terms of uh, available options for this one. But uh, the nominees were Russell Madness. It's back, baby. Jack Frost, Captain Fantastic, and MVP two Most Vertical Primate. Now, everything got some votes, but Denny, there was one clear winner with almost 50% of the vote. Is it what I did? Did you vote Russell Madness for this one? I actually voted Captain Fantastic out of uh, shame. <laughs> uh, way to wear it on your sleeve, brother. But uh, the winner, because obviously, was Jack Frost. Nice. Man, coming in at the end of the year to just sweep up the awards. Yeah, this was a real, uh, was it Cats? No, Cats was like the very beginning. We had to yeah, go all the so. way back. That's what it was. Uh, yeah, a, a real late entry into the dog shit categories. Jack Frost really helped boost the uh, number of available things for these bad granny awards. Um, but yeah, like I said, that's our last negative one. We've got two more, um, two more uh, reasons to celebrate, I guess I should say. Uh, but first, we're going to have a quick question, Denny. We've got two left, and this one is, which mean girl is the meanest? Ooh. It is Lindsay Lohan's character. K Katie. That's my, that's my pick, at least. The obvious answer is Regina, but I think you're right. Um, <clears throat> Tina Fey. <laughs> They're all pretty. Uh, Karen is the least mean, obviously. Um, mm -hmm. Karen's the least mean. Gretchen, she's just kind of a non-factor by the end of it to me. Like it's got to be Regina or Caddy. Um, You're putting a lot of thought into this one. 
yeah, I guess I, Mean Girls <laughs> is an important movie to me. This is this is a a question that the people need to hear. Um, I'm going to go for Regina because she did it for longer than Caddy. Um, Caddy had a rough year, but Regina made a whole life of doing this. Oh yeah, that's true. All right, we stand opposed yet again. All right, Denny, time to celebrate our past. This is our first uh, Movies for Win specific award. It's one I love giving out every year. It is Best Episode. Our longtime listeners will probably have a favorite episode. Uh, these are the ones that I picked as potentials for best. The nominees were Movies for When You Want to Know, Movies with an Asterisk. Asterisk says, When You Want to Know If the Game Was Better, Part 2, where we watched The Last of Us and talked about it with Tyler Simpson. Hell yeah. Great episode. He's happy to have him on the show. Dude, he, he rocks. Well, we'll have to get him back on the show. We just need. <laughs> We're running out of good video game. Uh, properties to watch. We have not even we hit have done Mortal two Kombat things. and Super Mario Bros. Come on, come on! I'm waiting for these '90s video game properties. Yeah, I'm gonna make him watch the Max Payne movie. <laughs> That's like his favorite game, and I want to ruin it with a shitty Mark Wahlberg movie. Uh, the other nominees. Let's get through this first. Uh, this was one of my personal favorite episodes we've ever done. Movies for when you can't afford therapy three. Where we watched Goodwill Hunting. Mm. I love that mm. episode. <laughs> that was a good ass episode. It wasn't our fault. It was so good though. Oh. Yeah. Get it, guys. Uh, movies for when you're celebrating a hundred episodes, where we covered Alien and Aliens. That's a hundred episodes, people. Uh, next, we have movies for when animals play sports. One. The curse. That's where we watched. That's where we... It's the cursed theme. It's where we watch Airbud, though. And the last nominee that didn't get any votes. Win Christmas. Movies for Win Christmas. Where we watch Jack Frost. But um, it just won Worst Picture, so I'm not mad about it getting zero votes. Now, Danny, which one did you vote for? Which of these was your uh, favorite episode? I think I had to go with the hundred episode extravaganza. Um, it, it was uh, it was an impressive achievement on our part. I was also going through a pretty big alien hyperfixation at the time, so that was just mm -hmm. a lot to a lot to be excited about for me. What about you? Well, I I did love that episode. It was a lot of fun. I I voted for the one with Tyler though. The the last that one. That one was good. It was a ton of fun. I think uh, Goodwill Hunting episode is probably one of my favorites. But how can I not, you know, give Tyler some love? Now, this one does have a winner by one vote. Wait, could I, could I throw out oh. a snub, though? Could I throw out a snub? Yeah, absolutely. I thought that uh, Friday the 13th Part 6 featuring Dylan Derryberry was a, was a pretty yeah. damn quality episode. I think, I think Very Scary Derryberry might have got the snub here. Uh, this just, this is like, this is what I told Tyler last time. Uh, looks like you'll have to come back, bud. <laughs> we'll have Dylan and uh, and Don back this year, and, and Phil if we can find him. That, that's my New Year's resolution to have all the clustered fuck boys on. If we can find him, where is he? Where is he? Um, yeah, second place by one vote. Second place runner-up. We had movies for win. You want to know if the game was better too? Where we covered The Last of Us. Which means 
Our winner, by a single vote, was Movies for When You're Celebrating 100 Episodes. Yes. Because, hey, I, of course that one's going to win. We're celebrating 100 episodes. We had our live show, and now we had our 100th episode. We're doing it for the love of the game, man. I love celebrating us, celebrating the podcast, celebrating cool movies like Alien slash Aliens. Some good shit, man. I'm proud of us. 100 whole episodes. Hell yeah. Well deserving of the granny. Um, our granny's in the mail uh, to us, from us. Oh, did we even give out the award for best podcast this year? Oh, I don't think so. Yeah, before we get into uh, our final question and then best picture, shall we do an impromptu Granny Award for best podcast? I think I think it's time to give out the award for best podcast, Greg. All right, Denny. Uh, I'll let you do the honors. I think you have your finger on the pulse of what the best podcast of the year was. Yes. Um, we'd like to give some honorable mentions to... Um, Talk is Jericho with Chris Jericho. Just kidding. It sucks. <laughs> We're going to screw, <laughs> screw the honorable mentions. Uh, it's Movies for When. Movies Woo! for When is the third annual winner, three-time defending and reigning champion of the Best Podcast Award. We're an award-winning podcast, Greg. Three-time, back-to-back-to-back. Unbelievable. Man, and I you think someone would step up, but... Uh, I'm so proud of us, though. I'm so proud of us. Yeah, and in, in an in an era where everyone has a podcast, we still reign supreme. <laughs> <laughs> you know this B-list celebrity on a Disney Channel show that lasted for two seasons? That kind of sucked. They have a podcast now, and they're going to tell you all about it. Okay, cool. Um, anyways, last picture. I'm not bitter about it. Why are these things more popular than us? Seriously, we're, not. we're hilarious. We're hilarious. We are not famous at all. Um, <laughs> all right, our last question. Um, this is, I'm pretty sure, from the very scary Dairy Berry, because they they did want to shout out. They they wanted to thank us for the shout out slash feature after the Skin Rink episode. Heart, 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 heart. Hashtag. Oh, that's bring, Don. Oh, Don? Hashtag we, bring we back his, uh, the clusterfuck. Don did him in the cutoffs song on Skin and Marine. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I thought there was the episode after the Skin and Marine episode, which I thought was the Friday the 13th episode. And therefore, You're probably Dylan. right. Uh-oh. Message us, whoever you are. <laughs> uh, anyways, their question, after hashtag bring back the clusterfuck, their question is, what is your favorite way to enjoy a movie at home and or in the theater? What's your beverage of choice, snack of choice? No phones, or is that dependent on the movie? It's kind of like the routine you were mentioning uh, a little bit earlier, but I guess, you know, you mentioned your food and your drink. What are you eating and what are you drinking? And do you enjoy... Do you enjoy in a theater any differently than you do at home, I guess? I would say my favorite way to watch a movie uh, that is under two hours is in the theater. Uh, but not just any theater... Alamo Draft House with a Diet Coke um, and whatever I was feeling from the menu at the time, usually the bacon Brussels sprout pizza, that's a pretty high quality one. Uh, but if it's longer than that, I prefer to watch at home. I prefer to do almost everything at home. Uh, I, I, I pee a lot um, and uh, longer movies I need bathroom breaks. Um, 
But, you know, like, seriously, going to the movie theater is one of the only things I like enough to do it outside of my house. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, it, it takes a lot to lure me out of these doors. <laughs> my house is my safe space. I have all kinds of mental illnesses that make life very dysregulating for me. Um, but I'll, I'll, go to, I'll go to the Alamo Draft House. It's one of the only things I'll do. What say you, Greg? Yeah, that's one of our favorite spots, too. Um, I think I prefer watching movies at home. I don't know. It's just there's less uh, chance for random acts of people being uh, dum-dums, if I may. True, true. Yeah, you you just nix that. And, you know, plus I got my dog with me. How good is that? Uh, Better choice, I'll usually have a nice beer. Or, uh, in the case of recording... I got a little Coke Zero here. Hell yeah. Snack of choice. I don't like eating too much in the theater. I feel like that's too distracting, having full-on fucking dishes in front of you. Mm-hmm. But um, growing up, I was a fan of either Bunch of Crunch or Nerd's Rope. Those were my go-to snacks at the Cinemark in DeSoto, Texas. And, uh, yeah, favorite way to enjoy a movie at home in the theater. Um... At night, I like it when it's dark, I guess. Yeah. I'll watch a movie during the day, but it has to be, like, something bright or animated, that kind of thing. I can't really watch Zodiac at, you know, 1 p.m. with yeah, the sun yeah. out and everything. <laughs> uh, so I guess preferably either night or, like, cold, shitty weather. You know, when you can oh, hear yeah. the rain outside your window and you're, you know, you're curled up, you're watching whatever the fuck um inside lou and davis or whatever and yeah it's it's just the second you mentally kind of make yourself aware of your surroundings you're like damn i got this big comfy couch it's wet outside but i'm in here with the people i love watching a cool movie all right all right Mm -hmm. lock back into the movie it's a good time my my ideal movie watching environment is basically any outdoor shot in blade runner you know it's just like a cyberpunk city with neon lights and lots of rainfall you know like that's Ooh. that's the perfect vibe to watch a movie in. i would say hell yeah yeah i understand that completely all right denny our last category we have one more award to get out before we get into the hall of fame best picture we drafted these last episode we, you and i each picked four movies to put up for best picture for this season of movies for win and uh, the good people voted on them. It seems like pretty much everything got at least some votes. Um, the nominees, once again, are in the order we drafted them. Sunset Boulevard, Alien, Jaws, Burning, Train to Busan, A Serious Man, Ex Machina, and The Wrestler. Those were our nominees. A good, good, good list of movies this year. We watched some absolute heaters. Now, Denny, what did you vote for for Best Picture? I know you uh, you picked Sunset Boulevard first overall in our draft. Yeah. And was that your that vote also? Vote. Yeah, that was okay. my vote. I, I, I think it's the best movie we watched this year. Um, and this was, like you said, a year of, like... I, I, I would love if, if Will Reno out there is feeling like making spreadsheets because um, I know we're not going to do this. But I'd be willing to bet, like, our our Critiker scores for both of us this year were significantly higher than average, because we watched uh, a lot of really good ones. But uh, to me, Sunset Boulevard, you know, 
something that stands the test of time like that um that really really stands out to me i'm like if i think it's good from last year we'll see but if i think it's good from like you know 1950 it's good right Mm -hmm. well jokes on you i do have a we we have our own spreadsheet i can do this research myself oh that's right (laughs) oh yeah that thing (laughs) that i slave over um I, I voted for Burning just because that's one of my favorite movies ever. And I knew it wasn't going to win, but I did want it to get at least one vote. And that's exactly how many votes it got. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Um, we do have there. There was a lot of back and forth, a lot of ties. We do have one winner by one vote. But uh, I will announce that for third place, we have a four way tie. Four-way tie for third place between The Wrestler, Ex Machina, A Serious Man, and Train to Busan. Now, taking home the silver medal, a.k.a. no awards. Second place, Jaws. Nice. People love the shark, man. But our winner, by one vote over Jaws, and breaking the tie, Denny, you call it, brother. Sunset Boulevard is yes! Best Picture. Is the Granny Award winning movie for Best Picture. Nice. Nice. I, I think it deserves it. Uh, I love to see the Academy get it right, so to speak. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, so to speak. In a certain sort of way, a.k.a. not a real way. Uh, <laughs> that's it. We've handed out all the awards, including uh, the, the Pat Yourself on the Back Award for Best Podcast that we gave <laughs> Now, Denny, we do have a little bit of business to get into. Mm -hmm. It's time to enshrine, immortalize two more movies into the Granny Hall of Fame. This is my favorite part. This is my favorite part, too, man. This is probably the part where I put the most thought into it. So, as a reminder, folks, the Hall of Fame currently has four movies. They are Frozen, The Country Bears, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, and American Psycho 2, colon, All-American Girl. Those are the movies that are currently in the Granny Hall of Fame for one reason or another. There's like one and a half good movies there. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think... I can't remember the order that we did it in last year, like who went first. Uh, do you have a solid lock? Is there two you're kind of choosing between? What are your, I, what's your I've thought got it down to I've got it down to three. Um, oh brother (laughs) yeah and i'm gonna see what you pick i'm hoping we we flipped a coin last year do you want to do that again yeah sure i i wish i had an actual coin because if you remember last episode i told my phone to oh i do have a coin i have a what do i have here i think this is a euro oh cool yeah i've got a two euro coin um from when my parents gave me two euros all right so the the part on the front where it says two euro, that's going to be heads. And the back where there's this cool little castle that says uh, Niedersachsen. Niedersachsen, that's going to be, that's uh, German for tails, hmm. uh, <laughs> as you know. Uh, what, do you, what do you got, Denny? Call it heads or tails? Two euro with a side of falafel. So heads it is. And coin is flipped. It is heads. Oh, so I'm picking first. Okay. Um, 
Well, <clears throat> I'll, I'll give my runners up after Greg goes, but um, okay. I think if, if I could only pick one, that actually makes it a little easier for me um, because there is one movie um, that, uh, that spawned a theory this year on the Movies for Win podcast. Um, and that theory is a theory that involves God rewarding you for deaths in your family by giving you animals that play sports. You know it. You love it. All the followers know we're talking about the Air Bud Cosmic Justice Theory. It is my pleasure mm. to induct Air Bud into the Movies for Win Hall of Fame and immortalize it in the showcase of the immortals. Uh, I'm really glad you said that because you know what my first pick was for the Hall of Fame? What? It was Air Bud. That was going to oh, be my yeah. first okay, pick. Okay, so we, we agree that, uh, that it belongs. Oh, absolutely. Landslide victory, I would, I would say. It's, it, it makes the most logical sense. It spawned, yeah. like you said, the, it's the birth of the Air Bud Cosmic Justice Theory. Yes. It, it, but it's, you know, a theory as much as, like, the Pythagorean theorem is, like, a theory. You know? Yeah. Like, the or, theory of gravity. Like, we know it's there. It's real. Yeah. So, yeah. deal with it. The infinite Biff theory, for example. Another, for example. Like, all but proven theory. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you have to do to move theory into fact, but, uh, you know, apparently it's a lot. So One day they'll make an Oppenheimer about us, Greg. <laughs> uh, well, they'll call it a Sloppenheimer. <laughs> <laughs> when you receive oral sex in the theater for three hours. <laughs> that certainly has never happened to me. I, don't, I think they're going to take some creative liberties with my yeah. biopic, if that's the case. <laughs> Could, couldn't be me. Um... Uh yeah, you you were gonna give your runners up after I made my pick. Yeah, I I scrolled through. You know, I had a lot to choose from. Of course, uh, I had some good, some bad. But I I I'm like you. I think my mindset is what um, initiated or garnered like the best discussion. What did I have the most fun talking about? Funny, fun, positive, negative, whatever. And I went for a movie that. <laughs> offered all kinds of talking point exactly those it was fun to talk about it was uh engaging to talk about it brought on like important i feel like important conversation that sort of thing but also got us to make fun of the city of boston in general i am inducting good will hunting yes <laughs> wow was that one of your runners up um, well, I was going to actually pick um, a wrench, because fuck him, that's why. But I'm glad you picked Goodwill Hunting. That was a Goodwill Hunting reference. Sorry, I don't know if it, it's scanned. That's, it's it's yeah. Matt Damon saying his dad gave him like a choice between uh, like a belt and a wrench. And he would pick the wrench, because oh, yeah. fuck him, that's why. It didn't, it didn't land. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, fuck him, No, it actually wasn't one of my runners-up. Um, <laughs> but I'm glad you picked it. Um... My runners-up, one was uh, was MVP2, uh, Most Valuable Primate 2. Um, yeah, I couldn't put it... Go ahead. I couldn't put it... I couldn't put it in with Airbud. <laughs> I, I did think it would be a bit redundant, um, but we had, like, two hiatuses during that theme. Uh, we, we both had to watch MVP2 twice, and I think that's the only time that's happened <laughs> for a movie on this podcast, so I thought that, that also gave it some, some argument in its favor. 
Um, and also, I do think, and I still think, that to truly be a legitimate Hall of Fame for this podcast, it needs a monkey movie. Um, our podcast mm. has lots of monkeys, bears, and dogs on it, and we've got bears and we've got dogs, um, but we mm-hmm. uh, but we don't have another monkey movie, and I think we need one. Um, other runners up were uh, try again next two. year. <laughs> Go ahead, sorry. I was going to say try again next year. Uh, yeah, shitty horror has to has to go in. Also. We'll do monkey shines next year. <laughs> that'll that'll get us both. Um, I also had runners up for uh, 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 Paddington Two, just because it's it's so it's such a funny part of the unbearable weight of massive talent, which is a significant movie to us. And uh, the other awesome runner up was. Time. Uh, short circuit one for the audience poll moment and two because greg still does johnny five impressions all the time so that movie <laughs> that movie mm-hmm. very clearly made an impact on him well good thing i didn't ask for your input on selecting a hall of famer so. <laughs> uh, and with that denny i have one final audience question from our final uh submission this person submitted the simple question why because motherfucker that's why that's it that's it we're done this Mission is accomplished. not fucking movies for why all right yeah <laughs> okay. yeah okay fuck off with that question all right <laughs> movies for when i'm offended <laughs> yeah listen to movies for why if they're you know gonna cause problems <laughs> those those people over there are gonna tolerate that nonsense but it's not here not here Thank you for breaking ties, though. We appreciate you. Uh, <laughs> please, please keep listening to our podcast. All right, we've done it, Denny. Yeah, man. Another Grinnies in the bag. It was a beautiful award show. Uh, lots of scandal, obviously, as is mm. common. We're we're very uh, we're, we're always in the cheese here on movies for when scandal controversy. We're just magnets for those those kinds of things. My dog is clawing at the door to get in. Uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna let him. He's not strong enough to open it. All right, Denny. This is a bit tricky because we didn't talk about it beforehand, but what are we doing next? What's going to be our first theme of season four? Welcome to season four now, everybody. You mentioned wanting to do something with anthologies. Are you still... Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, let's do anthologies. All right. Uh, Movies TBD. Because I don't, I can't think of any anthologies. Certainly not one. Oh, I can I, think of so many. I'm gonna let you suggest a bunch, and I'm gonna pick one out of whatever you suggest. Uh, yeah, movies for win anthologies. Title uh, in in progress still. <laughs> That's gonna be our first theme of 2024, season four of movies for win. Thank you guys for joining us this season, Denny. Give the people some love and then uh, show them a good time by reading them off the Grinny Award, or sorry, the generally award-winning catchphrase. Let me open up the envelope that contains the award-winning catchphrase. Hmm. The award goes to, if you smell what the rock is cooking. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I've been handed the wrong envelope. I've been handed the wrong envelope. Scandal, scandal. The correct (laughs) award was for Gregwork, the Legwork Johnson. I'm Denny the Talent Taylor, and this has been Movies for When.
We already told you when, but we know what you didn't tell us why. And you know what we didn't tell you? What's my cage again? People are going to say we faked this for views. <laughs> <laughs> Just like it!